Hey, 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 it's Shelly Shell with another episode of Evolve Women's MMA. And this episode, I'm going to go over a little bit of this last weekend's fight between Holly Holm and Jermaine Dayrindami. So, I don't know about you, but it was kind of a crazy card to start with. Not really um, all that enticing for fans. And, you know, it was a pay-per-view, uh, you know, pay for t- you know, pay for the fight. And, yeah, there weren't very many people out at the bar watching, but I was there. And I watched, and uh, it wasn't too bad. The, the full card wasn't bad. The fights were good. The guys did a good job and stuff. Um, it was really kind of cool to see Anderson Silver fight again. And I was really, <laughs> you know, kind of uh, afraid for him because you don't want to see somebody, when, you know, an icon like that lose. And um, I sat there and almost, like, had my hands over my eyes because I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Please don't lose, or well, how's this going to be? Please don't hurt yourself. Don't break your leg again. And uh, he kind of reminds me of whenever I'm watching uh, Dan Henderson, I do the same thing because um, I love these guys, and I just kind of, you know, have a pillow in front of my face before I watch the fight, and I'm like, and then you're like, okay, it's up. They're they're getting killed, and then you you're like, I can't watch, and then all of a sudden they they knock somebody out or something, you know, like Dan Henderson always comes back from like being dead, and then you know he wins. Well, Anderson Silver ended up winning. It wasn't like a really great phenomenal fight. It went all all three rounds, but. Um, he did start to get his groove back and he started to look like Anderson Silver again. But in the initial, in the beginning, he was kind of feeling the guy out and and um, it was it was good to see him back. And, and one of the things, it really got to your heart, I'm sure as a fan, if you were watching, when he broke down at the end after he won, um, when Joe Rogan was talking to him, um, I mean... it was a big win for him and watching him the emotion and everything because he just wanted to be in there and play that's all he wanted to do and you could tell he was so happy and so thrilled to be there to play and be in the sport I don't think it really mattered for him to win or lose but the win was like a good win for him and it was really exciting to see so then we went to uh, the main event and we got Holly Holm and Jermaine Derendami. And that fight was without a little bit of controversy. I mean, we already talked about, uh, you know, why did this fight happen? It was kind of weird anyways for it to happen. Where was Cyborg and all this? Which she was in the stands. They showed her. I was like, so I was psyched to see that. So she must be on good terms with Dana right now. And um, there's probably a possibility that she will fight whoever is, um, well, the winner. But that still remains to be kind of seen because there's still going to be a little bit with that. But anyways, back to the fight. Um, Holly Holm and uh, Jermaine Derendami, you know, went five rounds. I think uh, in the beginning they were just kind of feeling each other out. Holly Holm was... um, kind of running a little bit on the outside of the ring a lot and um, doing these like little bursts of going in on 
um, Durandami and, you know, a flurry of punches and then ending with a kick. But, I mean, this was throughout the whole fight. And everybody thought she looked really good and everything throughout the whole fight. But in my opinion, um, you know, she never tagged. She never really hit her. Um, It was all these flurries, but nothing that really did any damage. And... Uh, Durandami was controlling uh, the the center of the ring for most of the fight. Um, so letting it go to the judges is really, number one, you never let it go to the judges. And she didn't do... Everybody's rooting for Holly Holm. We already know that. Everybody's rooting for her. And she knew, too, that you just you can't let it go to the judges. But anyways, we have a new champ for the... Featherweight division, and it was my pick. It was Darren Dammy, but as I said, it was without controversy. The biggest thing about that was the after the bell punches. I think it was the third round. Darren Dammy hit Holly Holm like slugged her with two punches way after the bell. And it was very obvious, and I can just remember being like, oh my God, I can't believe they just happened. So a lot of criticism went towards the poor referee who got, um, I think it must have been his first time refing, I'm only kidding, but it seemed like it to fans, fight fans were like, what the fuck? Twitter blew up like crazy with all, even like all the pro fighters uh, were like, what the hell, you know, what's that ref doing? And especially when it happened again, uh, Darren Dammy, uh went at Holly Holm after had a, a, a punch after the bell, or actually it kind of was on the bell. I think it was in the fourth, the third, the fourth round, and um, no points were taken away. She got warned the first time, but no points were taken away the second time. So people were pretty upset about that. And um, and then when it came down to the end, um, you know. Uh, people were like, you know, the fight probably should have went to home because a point would have been taken away. However, that wasn't the case. Uh, Darren Dammy won uh, by decision and a unanimous decision. And, uh, you know, Holly Holm lost. So there's a lot of fans that are, you know, boo-hoo in this. And Holly, even afterwards, really wasn't, didn't look too thrilled um, with the outcome, um, standing there, not having her hand raised, she, she looked kind of pissed off and it kind of became apparent that she was pretty upset, I think, um, at the fight, the post-fight interviews. Uh, Darren Dammy, she ended up going to the hospital for, uh, I guess a hand injury. I think it was her thumb and um, she, <clears throat> I guess she hurt her ligaments in her thumbs or whatever, so she won't be back. But she didn't look like she took any, I mean, she looked completely fine after the fight, other than her hair got messed up, you know? <laughs> like, I mean, she, um, so I was kind of surprised to hear that after the fact. Um, I don't know what's happening with her thumb, but we'll get back to that later. But back to Holly, which she was really beat up and I don't know if uh, like I think it was like her left eye and left lip or something she looked kind of pretty damaged there um I don't know if that was from the third round punch after the bell because she said that was the hardest hit that she took from Darren Dammy. but when I watched the fight it was like most of 
even though Holly put on more more punches and probably kicked, connected with a kick and stuff, um, Darren Dammy looked like she made more connection with punches than than Holly did throughout the whole fight. And one of the most irritating things about the fight was um, Holly kind of would tie her up against the cage, and it reminded me of how Randy Couture used to hold fighters, you know, that that uh, wrestling move where they hold them up to the cage, and they. this is another thing why people are probably pissed off at the referee, and just holding her up against the cage and nothing happening. You know, and there'd be, like, little knees, but, I mean, there was one point where they're both, like, their knees are going, like, at each other's legs. It was, like... I'm like, ah, this reminds me of like, um, you know, amateur fight or whatever. And I probably shouldn't even say that, you know, it's kind of insulting. But I mean, there was one point where they were doing like just little knees. I mean, they are, they do some damage, but I'm thinking the ref could have broken that up. There wasn't anything happening. And I think a lot of, um, uh, fans probably were thinking the same a lot of fighters were probably thinking the same that we're watching this and you know why is this still a main event title bout that's i don't think anybody wants to see that happen again it's kind of like you're cringing a little bit um i mean i'm happy for the girls that they have this opportunity and stuff but um i don't know um yeah, I mean, it, it was fun to watch, but it wasn't definitely not a title fight. So anyways, um, this whole, you know, holding her up against the cage and then they'd get back. They, you know, I think there was one time the ref pulled them off the cage, which was, thank you, thank you, <laughs> as a fan, you wanted them to. And then they would start brawling, you know, flurries of punches and kicks and any of Holly's kicks weren't really amounted to anything. But in that third round, or I... I think it was the third round. Um, Holly landed a freaking nice kick. Um, Jermaine dropped down to a knee. And and then uh, she kicked her again on the other side of the head, I think. But then Jermaine got right back up and went at her like, I mean, like a bullet, like just zoomed in on her. So she didn't do any damage to her. I mean, it didn't look like she did any damage. And then there was the bell, but there was an after, uh, an after hit, an after punch or whatever, which... Again, the referee did not uh, call or give Duran Dammy any any uh, points taken away or anything. And I think Dana White was like uh, a little, I, I think he, he had said too, his phone had blown up. And uh, people were like, what the hell with the ref? You know, who put this ref in there? All this sort of stuff. But we have to remember, this was in New York. And um, yeah, maybe there should have been more experienced referee in there, for their second time having a UFC fight or an MMA mixed martial arts fight, um, maybe they should have called upon somebody else who was um, more experienced with that. I mean, they had plenty of guys out of Massachusetts. I'll give a shout out to Kevin McDonald because he was there and he he refed one of the fights. Um, maybe he should have been during that one. Um, it would have been a lot nicer to see somebody that we knew local. Um, but we didn't. We had some, you know, guy, what the heck was his name? Maybe I shouldn't say it. <laughs> Poor guy is scorned for the rest of his life. I'm like, damn, what the hell was his name? Oh, God. Poor bastard. What the heck is his name? I'll look that up. See, we're not even going to remember it. 
he'll go down as the most infamous <laughs> referee of all time, Toddy Anderson. Oh, poor dude. Um, he definitely is going to, <laughs> he's probably heard a lot about that. Um, so anyways, um, it went to the post, like, oh God, the con- <sighs> Holly Holm afterwards, you know, when I was watching her post-fight um, interview, she um, was definitely not happy with the results. And one of the questions um, that was asked was, you know, did you think those punches were intentional? And, you know, I was thinking that too, and I think everybody was thinking, well, were they intentional by Duran Dammy? And which really sucks if that's the case. It's uh, really poor sportsmanship, and to, to do that, and a fighter should have control um, when they hear the bell, but then on the other side of it is sometimes you're in that moment and you don't hear those things because it's loud in the arena or whatever, but I, I can't imagine it being too loud in there because there were empty seats. <laughs> it looked like there were empty seats there. So <laughs> that's not an excuse. Um, uh, but Holly definitely stated that she felt it was intentional. She's like, yeah, it was freaking intentional. And, um, but Duran Dammy said it wasn't. She's like, oh no, I just got caught up in the thing. But how many times do you get caught up in the thing, you know, like in the, the fight or whatever, and, and, not, <clears throat> and just not be aware, you know, especially when the referee is, you know, I'm on the side of the referee, he was in between them. He was in between them when those shots came, um, I think both times. So in, in his defense, it's kind of like that weird kind of, the whole fight was weird before, during, and after. <laughs> I haven't even gotten into after, <laughs> but <laughs> the, before it was weird because we get the cyborg issue, why she wasn't on that card. And then we have the during, which was weird. Now we got the freaking after. Okay, so Duran Dammy won. She looked pretty good afterwards, except for, again, the hair thing. Like, I mean, her corner definitely could have fixed her hair, like when she was going on TV. Like, I mean, slick that sucker back, you know? Like, it, it is a girl thing, but it's important. I mean, she's the freaking champ now, you know? She's got to look good. And I'm like, guys, you got to think of these things, all right, for your girls in the corner. I know there's not another girl in the corner with her. There was all men, but help the girl out. Because she had like one side of her hair all puffed up and the other side slicked back. I mean, it looked like Bozo the Clown or something. I don't know. Um, so <laughs> um, I forgot where I was going to go with that. But um, afterwards, uh, Duran Dammy, I guess, you know, went to the hospital. She didn't go to the post-fight um, conference uh, because of this thumb thing. And I'm thinking, oh, that's a little odd. Um, thumb isn't that bad of an injury really isn't she could have gone to the to the conference and and talked to the the media but I, you know i couldn't find anything online i don't know if she did or didn't but it appears she went to the hospital and um you know holly holmes they're all damaged i mean her face look pretty beaten up and she's sad and humiliated and she's talking about it and i'm like all right you go holly and um it kind of leaves it up in the air is like okay what's going to happen with this because there was um some talk about duran dammy who is now the champ that you know she's gonna have to rest or go 
don't know. I'm like, what the hell? And if you go on the UFC site and you look at uh, how many fighters they have for the featherweight, they just have those two up. I'm like, they don't have anybody else up in that division. I'm like, what the WTF? This makes absolutely no sense. All right. Why do they, I mean, now you kind of understand, you know, they had nobody to put on this card maybe for New York or something. They're like, okay, let's just throw this together. Let's just throw this fight together and see what happens. Um, yeah, I don't even know. Like what's going on with them? I, I mean, I know the company, they don't, somebody else owns them. So who knows what's going on there? But I, I mean, um, so my, my two cents about the thumb thing is to get her back quicker is years ago, I, I, this was a long time ago in my very early beginnings when, when uh, I was training in jiu-jitsu and I injured my thumb and it was a ligament kind of thing. Um, and, you know, if you can't, you know, if you don't have your thumbs, man, you can't do shit. <laughs> shit. It's hard to do anything. And you can't really close your fist too either appropriately if, if, it's, if it's all swollen or whatever and it, it can cause a problem and if you jam it again by hitting somebody it really hurts really bad because the pain just shoots all the way up your arm into your shoulder it's, it's not fun so I mean I don't know what has happened to her but I couldn't um, hold on to things very well and I didn't have um, I just remember it just not ever feeling right so I was like how can I do this and I mean they you go to a physical physical therapist and they have all these like little techniques where, oh, well, stick your hand in a thing of sand and like, and then pull your hand out, like kind of make, you know, open and close motions in a, in a bucket of sand. And I'm like, yeah, that works okay, but it's, it's, it's limiting. And then they have, oh, well, scrunch up paper, like, uh, you know, with a flat hand and then scrunch it up. And I said, that works good for your other fingers, but it's not really good for your thumb. So um, my ex-husband came up with this idea of um, cutting a PCV pipe into, um, I don't know if you have weights that the weights come off and you kind of unscrew them on both ends and you have the handle in between. Well, you put the PCV pipe, which is like, I don't know, it's got to be like the diameter, I don't know, like uh, six inches or four four inches in diameter, uh, like across, and um, so it's a wide grip. You can't you you can't bring your fingers together to hold it, and uh, you put it on like maybe a five pound weights on each side, and you keep increasing the weights a little bit, like six pounds. You keep adding weights on each side of it, and you can hold it, and you just hold it, walk around with it. Don't do anything in it. Don't do anything. You just walk with it in your hand. And what it does is it increases the circulation in that area in your wrist and in your thumb. So clean blood gets in there and gets all the junk out and starts to stimulate the tendons to work again and work more proficiently. And then, too, you can, um, as you're squeezing it and holding on to it, you can do like uh, wrist reps and stuff and you know either backwards or forwards and uh it helps to heal your thumb it was the only thing that actually healed my thumb and got it back to normal where i didn't have like that arthritis feeling that you could have where your joints feel like not right so it was kind of a really good technique and nobody ever listens to me on it because they don't want to cut the freaking pcv pipe at the right lengths 
to fit onto one of those um, dumbbells that you screw on the weights and you screw them off. But it is the best thing for healing a hand or wrist finger injuries like say your pinky gets injured or you know those weird kind of joints in your hands it's the best thing to help recover your hand I, I mean I used it for a couple of things not only my thumb and it was the best thing to get it back into shape where I didn't have that arthritic chronic achiness or anything like that and I mean if you're a striker you don't want to be hitting something and then feel like, ah, oh, shit, that hurts afterwards, you know, or, or, you know, several hours later, you got that achy where you got to take medication for it to, you know, subside inflammation or anything like that. So it really did help. So that's my little, you know, health point, whatever, but it really did help me. And hopefully, you know, if she did that, maybe we could get her back in the cage a little bit sooner if, if uh, Duran Dammy kind of has a good physical therapist or whatever to get her thumb back together uh that would be good i mean we don't know what's going on with that i just heard a ligament damage sort of thing but back to holly she's looking for a rematch because uh she didn't think you know she thought by the sound of it most fight fans everybody was thinking even dana white thought it was kind of like you know a point should have been taken away um it's it's a questionable win for darren dammy because of um how it was played out so, um, Darren Dammy, whether or not she would be up for a rematch, who knows? Um, it's likely. But when you're looking at a division where you don't know who the next opponent would be, which, you know, Cyborg, this, well, this was the other thing, too. Cyborg, she, um, it's possible that um, the, the drug administration will kind of... Um, release her from anything she won't you know it's still questionable but um it looks like she might get off without anything happening and uh, because the the diuretic that she was taken was taken for um an emergency kind of situation where she needed it for her health uh, to recover from those weight cuts that she had i think in last september so that looks good but when that decision is made nobody knows I mean, it could be, you know, in the next month or it could be in the fall of, you know, this year, which is a long time out. Um, and who the next contender would be is is like, your guess is good as mine. I mean, like, who could do it? I mean, I was looking over the rosters for Invicta, and the only other one that's on there is Megan Anderson that's, like, really kind of up and coming and is on a winning streak that would be a really good contender because she can throw freaking punches. Like, I mean, she, she's she got knockout power. She's got, like, nasty punches. And that's what Duran Dammy was looking for with Holm. She's like, I'm a brawler. I want to brawl. And, you know, Holm didn't want to brawl with me. She she held me up against the cage. And Holm kind of denied that in her post-fight interview. But, like, that's what I saw. She did. She pulled the Randy Couture, and she does that on a regular basis. And then she circles around on the outside, which is safe. But she does that with tough opponents, and it's just not enough to get the job done. And that's the freaking bottom line with her. And, I mean, I really like her. I love it when she knocks somebody out with a head kick and all that. But... Everybody knows her game. They know her game. And, I mean, you could just sit back and counter-strike the whole thing and just make sure your punches hit, and and you're going to beat her. And that's why she's three down now, and, and her position in the UFC is kind of questionable. If they offer her another fight, 
um, which I'm sure they will. Um, it's great, but she's kind of in that position where she's really got to prove herself, and and um, that's a tough position to come back from. And you know, just like you know, Ronda Rousey, she's got to come back from two losses if she comes back at all. But it's likely that, well, who knows? We don't know if that'll happen. Um, she could she could come back and surprise us all. <laughs> And go after the the one point. Wouldn't that be something? I'd be like, oh my god, doing a jig. But she could. But then I don't think she wants to fight Cyborg after that. Um, so it, it it is up in the air. I mean, I I was looking over the, the the rosters and stuff like that. I'm that division is so split up. I mean, Bellator has a bunch of women uh, that fight for them, but. I'm not sure that anybody's fought really all that recently. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's really iffy. Bellator has people under contract. Like, Julia Budd would be awesome, but who who knows? Who knows? Marlis Kunin, you know? Like, those are names that we recognize that have actually, I think, fought Cyborg before. If Once Cyborg gets in there... But your guess is as good as mine is when this is going to happen. Nothing's going to happen until the summer, if anything. And do we want it to be a main card, you know, event? It's just not that. It's not that thrilling right now, unless Cyborg is on the card and you get somebody who's really going to be like a really good contender. And is, you know, do we think that Jermaine is a, is a good contender for for Cyborg? Maybe that could be a real good brawl. It would definitely go stand up, but as soon as Cyborg gets her to the ground, I mean, God only knows that that that's going to end devastatingly. I think everybody knows who's going to win that fight. So, are they going to make any money off of that fight? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough one to call. Really? Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. It's looking. I don't know how they're going to pull this 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 unless somebody just comes out of the woodwork that we don't even know and just <laughs> just comes out of some place. I don't Yeah, I don't know. Invicta's got like um so the next fights that are coming up for women's MMA are Invicta FC on March 25th and we have Tanya Avenger which also I think she could go up to 145 or be in that I mean, maybe she could. She's got a rematch against Yana Kutinskaya. That's a fun name to say. And um, that should be a good fight. Uh, that's lined up for the 25th. And and then we won't see another woman's fight until UFC 210 with Caitlin, I don't know how to say her name, Chutagen and Irene Aldenar. Uh, and that's a bantamweight fight, so not much really happening for the ladies. Uh, coming up, anything local, I don't know, I'm going to have to look into, but there's not really that much happening. And since Ronda Rousey has left, it doesn't seem all that thrilling right now, which is kind of a little, it's, it's interesting to see how this is going to play out for women's mixed martial arts. And that's... Um, I think how I'm going to leave it today. I'm kind of like, hopefully something comes up 
That'll be exciting. Ending on such a somber note. I know. I feel a little somber because it's like you don't know um, really how this is going to go for for the ladies right now. I mean, Invicta's doing a great job um, with with. Uh, there's a lot of good women on on their cards, and and that that um, March 25th card should be interesting and should be a good good. But for the UFC, I I, I don't know what's going on there, man. There's um, the the cards that are coming up are kind of like, even for the guys, I'm like, okay, you know, I don't know. They, they don't seem all that thrilling. Maybe it's just too much. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, they 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 might uh. They they they're doing UFCs more often. I mean they're they're starting to flood us with content, and they're they're starting the UFCs just starting to stray away from traditional martial arts. It's 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 way too capitalist. It's way too enter. It's sports entertainment at this point. It's fantasy fights. There's not an actual ranking system, you know. Well, if they you, went beyond the ranking system. I mean, in this last fight with the women, and it and then they got nothing. There's no semblance of an actual like integrity, as if it's a sport yeah. like ranking system. Yeah, and I don't know how they can get away with that. It kind of spoiled it a little bit because I'm. I mean, like Cody Garbrandt went went from I think ranked 16 to ranked nine, to ranked five to ranked one, and now he's the champ. Yeah, and it's like, how and did it's that like happen? TJ Dillashaw didn't even get a fight, even though he was the champ and he lost in that same weight division, and he had to fight. You know, he fought someone that was like twentieth. Yeah. For his next fight, and they wouldn't give him the fight to the point where he oh, said, wow. "If if if I don't get this, if I don't get a, a shot at the title, you know this is rigged." That's how frustrated your own fighters are where they say that after yeah. they win their well, fight. Well, we were talking at the bar too about like you know, um, you know, I don't know if you got if you remember Pride and how the fighters used to yeah. come out like and they put on a show and I think Jesus fans Christ, really it was, like that. It was two ten minute rounds. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, and I mean, like... Head stomps and everything. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of... I mean, you have to protect the fighter, and I mean, I, I get that, but it was I understand exciting. having it not be, to, to not be as barbaric, to try and have it revolve around specifically <laughs> technique and skill and nothing that, you know, like a headbutt and stuff like that. That I completely understand. Yeah, but, but they... But the theatrics of it. Yeah, I mean, which was really fun. You don't see that happening so much. And the other thing, too, is, um, you know, not to is this whole Reebok thing. I mean, it was kind of fun to watch. Okay, what are they going to wear for T-shirts? Is set in some style or something? And they've just neutralized everything and it's sterilized water, it. Ex- yeah. They exactly. sterilized it's watered it. down. And I mean, when Ronda Rousey was there, it wasn't sterilized. It, it was kind of like, it was a little exciting. I mean, yeah, everybody said she's a one-trick pony, but it was like some excitement was happening. When Cyborg was in it too, there's excitement. But the excitement is not even around the fight because everybody knows that she's going to win. Like, it's more of like, okay, how come she's not there? Or how come she, you know, or, you know, she had this drug thing. So everybody's kind of like talking about that. And that's the excitement that we're talking about. We're not even talking about the fight. It's gossip. Yeah, exactly. It's gossip. It's all gossip. And there's no, there's not even any shit talking. Like, I mean, it would have right. been kind of fun if there was some shit talking between Holly Holm and Jermaine. Maybe if there's a rematch, there could be some shit talking. I'm yeah, like, Holly, they, do some shit talking but or they, something. They, they probably felt like what you've been saying. And they're like, we don't even know why we're fighting each other. I can't even, I, I can't even hate this person. I don't even know why I'm fighting him. <laughs> well, maybe Isn't now it? she can because she hit her after the bell. So at the very, at the very least, yeah, there's potential for a rematch. But what, it's going to be hard to cut a promo on both of them when it's kind of unmotivated as to why they're fighting in the first place. You know? Yeah. There's there's, there's no storyline there. Yeah. Usually, at least there's some sort of storyline, not one they constructed, but they've either met before, someone in the same camp, they don't like else. each other for this reason, it's similar styles or something. 
Yeah, it fell so flat. I mean, it could have been kind of like fun to watch them, you know, like even in the post-fight interview, you know, but I was like, why the hell did Jermaine leave with a thumb injury and had to go to the hospital? Couldn't she have gone after? It's a th- yeah, it's a thumb injury. It's a freaking thumb injury. She doesn't have to walk on her thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean, I, I know it can be painful, but was it a break or anything? No, they said it was, well, I don't know what happened. I mean, I just found a little piece on it. There wasn't really much on it about her, a ligament in her thumb. But I'm like, could she have been there? Could they have kind of like, you know, glared at each other or something after the fight and said, you know, I want a rematch or, or whatever. But there was none of that. And I'm like, dead. It was exactly. It was. Really, I can't believe that was a pay-per-view fight. N- nobody can. Like, and people don't want it to happen fight. again. That there's, was there, there's been better fight nights that I, that that I've seen for free on TV. Yeah, and and uh, you know the bar I was at too. There wasn't very many people there. Usually it's packed. usually going crazy too. Especially this time of year, people are looking. And it was a weekend that we were. I mean, here in in New England, we were like snowed in. We needed something. Right. Right. Yeah. I was like so anxious to get the hell out, you know, and 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 see something. I mean, it was kind of fun to watch, but but not for the main event. Definitely not that. So, yeah, I mean, when you look at it, it's like, okay, how's this going to play out? We need some excitement. Or or maybe we've, we've just been spoiled for a while with, you know, some really good contenders. And, and well, some right some good contenders, but now the, the, there's, not, there's not as much merit as there used to be. Yeah. It's just, you know, oh, get, you know, put a new fighter in there, put a new fighter in there. Hopefully, you know, they get two yeah. or three fights in a row we, 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 and we can hype them. As opposed to just having, you know, maybe, maybe one of these, you know, so they should be earning their way up in the division. Maybe sometimes a champion yeah. should fight three people that shouldn't be in the ring in the first place. But that's where they're at. Yeah. As opposed to forcing it. Yeah, exactly. Clean them out. Let yeah. them, let them get better. Yeah, you know, and 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 go through them. I mean, that's what that happened with uh, Anderson Silva at a certain point. Oh yeah, he was blown, but they were still giving him fights. They were still feeding him fights. Yeah, and, and they, they were motivated. They made they made sense. It was it was who was next in line. Yeah. And I and I mean, you know, sometimes you're gonna. I mean, George St. Pierre. He was he was he was blowing through people. And it's like, yeah, just I don't know. It just seems like at this point they just want to do like fantasy fights. Maybe that's what it with, is. With, uh, yeah. with, with each one. This will be a good matchup, and this will be a good but matchup. This, the, I mean, this Holly Holm and Jermaine Durandami, well, that was no fantasy fight at all. I know. Like, like you were saying, like you've been saying, it made no sense. Just Nobody. Like you've been everybody, saying, I mean, everybody was like, this is weird. And then they were you like. You can try and find a reason for like, it, but it ain't going to happen. Cyborg is the Phantom of the Opera. You know, like she's going to be in New York. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, I was, I was glad to see her there. Um, I think. You know, it was nice to see her there, and I'm sure she was pleased. So I'm, I'm sure, like, they're trying to, you know, negotiate something with her. Uh, but it, I, I, it would have been interesting, too, to see Amanda Nunes there, because Amanda, I think, could fight at that, that weight, which would be an exciting fight to yeah. see her fight. It would actually add- be exciting to see her and Cyborg fight. Right. You know, two champs. I mean, how, how, how old is Cyborg? Oh, God. She's got to be in her late 20s, I think. I don't know. She's got to be up there. She's been around for a while. <laughs> Chris Cyborg. Yeah, you looking it up? Is 31. 31. I was going to say they're 29 So, or I mean, you, know, you start to dip. Yeah. yeah this, is, this, is, this is coming down, you know, in the next couple of years. Yeah. How and long this, can this, she this maintain should, This stuff. should be the prime for this person. Exactly. For everyone to see. Exactly. So, that's frustrating. Yeah. 
And I mean, she's fought already in the UFC yeah. twice. And she, she, she went down to 140. And I'm like, she should have been the one to fight. And they should have held off for her. She could have fought in March on this, this up-and-coming card, which would have been way better. Right. Why, right. They, why they forced this right now is... I mean, it's, it's, it's good for them. Maybe, maybe they're going to start acting right. Maybe, maybe they're going to listen to the fans and go, wow, like this, the sales weren't good on this. We didn't get good feedback from it. Hopefully, hopefully it listens. Hopefully they do. Hopefully yeah. they listen. Yeah, I wonder what they made you know, on this. It couldn't on have been this. good. No, it, can, I, it made I, yeah, no I don't sense. Know where to look that up, but it made yeah. zero sense. We 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 were both gonna get it, and we looked at the car. We were just kind of like, "That's I what don't everybody really did." That's why I went out down down the street to the to, to a bar to watch. And it was like Glover Teixeira, but like he's like thirty seven now too. He's like it was it was yeah. like older names. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, I mean the fights were okay. Yeah, you know they were okay. But it was like watching like exhibition games, or like watching preseason games, and some of them felt like and that. not a pay per view. And watching them, some of them felt like that. Yeah, like you're not following a storyline. Like you know, sometimes, like like for example, the winner of uh, Dom- this is the most recent one that I saw, mm. Dominic Cruz and, and Cody Garbrandt. The mm. winner of that one's going to fight T.J. Dillashaw. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you so knew you're where excited, it was go. and so you're like, oh man, if, if this person wins, then this is going to happen. Yeah. But if, you know, I'd like to see this fight. And yeah, it, now you just don't and it kind know. of sets things think up. Of that, Nick. Wow, just like story, just storylines, you know? Yeah, of like rematches and stuff like that. But it doesn't. But even that made no sense. Because when TJ, when TJ Dillashaw <laughs> lost, three fights went by, and he, said he never even got to fight Dominic Cruz again. Because that's how many fights went by. Wow. Oh, it's, it's, it's frustrating. Yeah, and that would be a good fight, right? Oh, I would yeah. love that fight again. Yeah. I love, I have such a man crush on TJ Dillashaw. <laughs> oh, I love TJ Dillashaw so much. He's so good. He was, he was uh, Henan, Henan Barrow was blowing through people. He, uh, he beat Uriah Faber two times. Yeah. So this is when Uriah Faber was starting to really just kind of lose more fights. Uh-huh. Nobody could beat Henan Barrow. And TJ Dillashaw just studied Henan Barrow and went in there and just d- and just like politely dismantled him. Wow. Just at, 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 every, at every move, he had the, the perfect game plan and no one had seen it before. It was unreal. And then his fight with uh, Dominic Cruz, it went, it went five rounds. And, he, and it was like, it should have... How often do you see a title change... Yeah, happen when it goes five rounds. So it was really close. It really could have gone to either one, which it always goes to the champ, and they gave it to, to Cruz. That's always weird when they and do the that. whole you, fight, you can never let it go to the judges. On us, both of us. them were, were were bloody, but it was like Shelly, You had to see the fight. It was like chess. The angled punches, the movement on both of them was insane. What they, card was that? They on? both could barely hit each other. I'd have to find it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll show you after the uh, the, the yeah. Because I'm like, huh. I don't know if I saw it or not. Like, see, it's Christ, there's so many fights blur. nowadays. It's yeah, insane. Yeah, it's such a blur. I can't I'll see a fight track. and forgot that I saw it. Yeah. That's, oh, my that's God, who won that? I'm like, did I see that one? I'm like, oh, yeah. That's because I'm so excited as it's going on. I completely, I completely forget well, afterwards. that's the thing, too. It's like when you're watching these fights, you're like, okay, how do they do? And it's like you look, you have to kind of watch them a second time if you're, oh, yeah. you know, like to, to Separate see Separate yourself emotionally. Really, yeah, what, what's really going on as opposed to when you're in the, the, the moment of it and watching and you're like, oh, my God, I want this person to win or not. Um, but, yeah, most of them, I'm like, it, it's become a kind of a blur. Especially if you're drinking. <laughs> which, 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 the two complement each other very well. Yes, they do. It's like wine and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> they do, for sure. I know. I felt a little, like, you know, a little bummed because I was like, where is this going to go? I mean, but that has to happen. You can't have each one be uh, a banger of a uh, pay-per-view. But yeah. For, but this one specifically, 
across the board, you know. Yeah. There was no fights on it. Yeah, it was a tough card for sure. And, um, and yeah, to have it kind of end in a little bit of controversy, it... it um, uh, hopefully it paves the way for, uh, for other organizations to, to give the UFC some competition. Well, Seriously. that would be good. Yeah. That's that would what, be good. Well, my, my, my space was popular girls, for a while, then Facebook came along, you know? Yeah, some of these other girls that um, are on different, um, that are signed with different promotions, but they're, they're, there's nothing happening with them. And I'm like, well, now there's this opportunity for them to actually fight in the UFC. And I'm like, yeah. I'm wondering if, you know, they'll try to get out of their contracts with, like, say, Bellator for one. Because I don't know what's happening. We were talking about that, too. It was like, Bellator, I was like, when are they on? When did they have their last show? I, I have no idea, and I used to oh watch them. We just started. Uh, we just started watching the Eddie Bravo International, where it's only Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It's ah. Shelly, you'd love it. You, it. you can only win by uh, uh, submission. Submission. You hmm. can only win. Do they do like multiple fights? And like, does yep. the fighter do multiple fights? Yep. Like an old UFC style yep. stuff. Yep. Multiple <laughs> fights in the same night. It's unbelievable. Oh my gosh! I'll have to send you a link of that too. We we, yeah, we just we just we just saw a, a couple uh, a couple of uh, fights the other night, and you know if if if, if the time is see. up if the time is up you get into an advantageous position. Mm-hmm. Like let's say they get side control on you, okay? Yeah. Let's say they you know three minutes goes by. Let's say they tap you out in two minutes and thirty seconds. Now you get on top, same position. You get a beat two minutes and thirty seconds. Oh wow! And then let's say that goes by. Then they have your back. It, the 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 uh, positions get more and more advantageous, right? So it's like, and a then chess if you game. get tapped, you have wow. to you have to go and you, then you know you have to beat the clock, and all each one ends in a submission. So it is like a chess game because you got to beat the clock. A hundred percent. Cool. Yeah, it's and it's awesome. kind of like the old old UFC style. It's kind of only Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but only jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Huh. And it's awesome because sometimes someone gets tapped really quick. Sometimes you see this crazy so they, sweeps going on. Nice. Cause, so cause do it, they stand? They can stand up and do throws and stuff like that. Um, any striking or? Um, it's no. There's no, no striking. striking. There's no striking. So it's kind of like minimal on the feet. It's minimal on the feet because they end up on the ground pretty fast. It's, it's, right. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes you know they'll try to antagonize each other and stuff like that. Yeah. On, but then once it goes to the ground, and what's 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 great about that is you don't you don't see that in the UFC. You don't see Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, pure and well, it's pure, pure raw form. Pure. So is it gi too, or is it no gi? No gi. No gi. Ooh, wow. Right. Wow. Oh, that sounds cool. It's awesome. So how many fights have they had? How many? How long has it been on? It's it's getting bigger and bigger. I think that I don't know. I mean, it's been going on for like two. Maybe two years now. I mean, I I've maybe heard him on like uh, the Joe Rogan Experience before. Yep. I think he's been on that. Yeah. Um, and so it's just Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And he's the one that set this all up. And the Eddie Bravo International. Cool. Oh no, uh, Invitational. Invitational. I think, I think Chael Sonnen uh, is starting to do his own organization as well, and he's using EBI, the Eddie Bravo. Those are those are his own set of rules. Very and then, cool. And then Eddie Bravo was like, "Yeah, dude, go ahead and use the rules. That's fine." Are any women doing it? Uh, not that I know of, but oh, yeah. oh, no, I could see that happen. And there's a lot easily, of, yeah, easily. No, there's so many. They have better cardio than men do. Yeah, there's so many, and and the flexibility alone. I mean, exactly. I, oh, I I couldn't believe like if which we haven't really seen it demonstrated that much in say the UFC watching women because that's really the biggest thing that watches them. I can remember years ago, I don't know where it was. I, I don't know if I was out. Um, 
I don't know where it was, but the women would like roll out of things. It was an all-girl card. Uh, who was it? Ah, it was out in the Midwest. But it was an all-female card. It was before like uh, Invicta. And some of the girls would do these, like guys would never get out of this hold. And these girls would like, you know, like do a full like backbend cartwheel like out of, you know, some submission. Not even the flexibility in the legs, but especially in the like back. The, 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 the spine, their yes. arm, well, their arms too. Like mm-hmm. their arms, they could, like spaghetti arms, literally. And you're like, oh my Full God. Full range of motion. Yeah, like, I mean, hyper extend and not hurt at all. Not hurt at and all. It looks comfortable. And and I, I, I'd sit there and I was like, how did she finagle out of that? I just don't even know. That's what, yeah, that's what's amazing like Gumby. too. Like Gumby, like they were Gumbies. That's that's what's really amazing too because a lot of times when you have punches and stuff thrown in there and it was fast and you have to worry about those but what's cool about when it's just Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu they can really sustain they're not afraid of getting punched in the face they can only focus on escaping the uh, the submission right exactly it's great yeah yeah, you don't have any of that grounded pound happening while and you're even, like... <laughs> and even if nobody... Oh, and the, their camera angles were great on it, too. Really? Yeah. Who, do you know what station it's on? Uh, no. Like, no. who's covering it? Honestly, Did they have a contract? I, it came up or? in conversation, and we thought to ourselves, why haven't we watched it yet? Because we both huh. thought about it separately, and then we both talked about it at the same time, and we were like, yeah, like, why don't we just... Let's try and find it online, like, find a link somewhere of a couple of fights. Wow, we managed to find. Really the, cool. I think there was one streaming on YouTube. Wow, maybe that's how they're doing it and just doing like setting it up in some place. That, just I mean, get it that out there. Just it out there. get it out there. Oh, wow. I yeah. would love to do that with a women's thing. Right? Yeah, well, I mean, years ago, I was it, trying that's to That's made more for women together. than it is men. Like you were saying, the flexibility yeah. and just the capability of it. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah, that would be really cool. You don't need to be a big, strong man and like it has nothing to do with that. It's all leverage. Yeah. <clears throat> well, they had, um, you know, like, I mean, they have Naga now, which is is all, like, just the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and they have these mm-hmm. tournaments, and they have them regularly, I don't know, every few months or whatever. And um, they, I mean, they're always, like, this long, incredibly long day, and, um, you know, they have all different divisions, and it's all different, um, you know, um, belt levels mm-hmm. that compete. Um, but it's such a long, drawn-out, kind of experience you know for people to go and watch and you have mm-hmm. your kids divisions your women's divisions your men's i mean they i guess they do a good job of it it's been going on for years but like why they haven't i mean the guy that runs it in this area he used to run shows but why they haven't done something like what you're describing would be like so cool to do like mm-hmm. you know taking his i mean he has I don't know march they, 5th is, is the next one holy shit that's close that's gonna be an awesome weekend that's that's gonna be ufc 209 Tyrone Woodley versus Wonder Boy 2. Yes, the Wonder... Yes. And then the next day is going to be Eddie Bravo. Oh, my God. (laughs) Busy weekend, but no girls on any of that, though. Oh, Jesus. There's no women on any of that. Yeah, well, they're catching up at at an expedient rate, to say the least. I I wish they'd sign somebody or get somebody in on that. I wonder how much they're paying these fighters. Are they paying them anything, or is it just kind of like... I mean, is it... I mean... I mean, do they do they fight for belts or? Well, I mean, here's the thing though. I mean, they're not getting they're not getting injured like they they do in the yeah. UFC. Yeah, they they can go and can continue the rest of their night afterwards. They yeah. could, they they could just be rolling with with their with their friends the night before and, and going you know sure they're gonna be preparing for it and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. and training harder. But I mean, yeah. it's no wear and tear in their bodies. 
Nothing. Oh, it's got to be on their joints. No, but nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing like. I'm sorry, but nothing like the not the just yeah, the, like the the damage of destruction like that. Yeah, they can play. They can play, and they know that your, their knees are going to go in this and, and and stuff like that. You know. Yeah. But it's nothing like where it's concussions and they're they're losing yeah. days of their lives. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So That's I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the, uh, the so it might be safer, like a safer sport to do. It's got to be the, the lo- no impact yeah. of, of of getting hit in the head. But people love punching and striking and, and kicking. I, I mean, I is, love that. I know, I know, but 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 sometimes it just gets lazy, and it doesn't even. It sometimes well, it just looks lazy. Yeah, you have to have two people that really know what they're doing because yeah. sometimes. It, it, it's people just kind of sparring. It looks like if they're not both going in. Yeah. But with this, you have to, you have to try. If, yeah. it, if it's if it's Brazil, you can't stand there. You yeah. can't lay there. You're gonna get submitted. Yeah. There's nothing. No worse matter what, than you have to try. A fight that looks like a sparring match that you'd see at your gym. And that and can't that, that happens so often. Can't happen with Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. So that's why it's really cool. <laughs> Yeah, you can't. You get lie submitted. There. You yeah, get submitted. You, yeah, you can't just lie you there. Can't. It's it, it, every that. That's why it, it was it really. I was really impressed when I saw it because every single match. You, you. They didn't get like tied up and just holding in one place, or like in guard, or like they're always active. I mean, I I'm trying to envision it because I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. They're 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 always working towards something. Huh. Yeah, because I mean, the, the you you don't have you don't have an incentive to just lay yeah, there and hold it. Yeah, I wonder what it. their contract situation is like, and what kind of fighters. I mean, it's new. Yeah, and what kind of fighters? No one I know. Nobody, just like new guys. Oh, just, oh my God! There's, really there's one with too? Eddie. It's, there's one with Eddie Bravo. Any. Uh, goes against Hoist Gracie. Get he goes out. against a Gracie, yeah. How was that? It's, he smoked them. I'm sure. There's a whole story behind it on on, on Jorgen's podcast, but we actually saw the the, the fight that we we heard the podcast like a year ago. Then we yeah. saw the fight huh. recently, and like Eddie Bravo has gi pants on. Yeah. The Gracie doesn't. So like, you know, Eddie Bravo goes to like do a couple of things. <laughs> <laughs> and he holds on, and, and he holds on to his pants. But at the same time, Eddie Bravo is able to really lock in certain submissions. He got him in, in uh, oh my God, what is it called? Oh, it's, uh, an electric chair sweep. He made, he made, he made uh, Royce, uh, Royce Gracie do a split, a vertical split, three times. Holy shit! It was insane. But but he's able to do that because he's not sliding off of his legs. Right, right. So right. it worked against him sometimes, yeah. and it worked with him Form. sometimes. If he hmm. could do it again, he'd rather have the gi pants. Wow, there's, there's, there's a couple. I only saw one, so I can't speak too prominently on it if it's if it's all no gi or if it's any of it's gi. Check that out. That sounds really cool. But that's definitely made for women. Are you kidding me? That sounds really cool. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're, and they're on the eleventh one right right now. So it's I mean, you know, that's like watching UFC eleven. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a baby. Of it's a baby. Even some of the other women that aren't really you know getting the fights anymore too that still practice the the jujitsu more so mm-hmm. uh, or are very active in that. I mean. I mean Peggy Morgan too. Like I mean, she she retired, but maybe you know, and she's teaching. Um, That's what I'm saying the the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu two women, and yet I think she still has that competitiveness, like where she probably still wants to get back in there, but she doesn't want to get punched in the face. <laughs> you know, this was another episode of Evolve Women's MMA. Feel free to like us, comment, and share on facebook.com backslash I love WMMA.